Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hello, everyone. It is Pierce, host of the PJ's Cast. And if you enjoy listening to the PJ's Cast as much as we do recording it, please leave a positive review, subscribe, and share with friends no matter what platform you may be on. We love discussing the Chicago Blackhawks and, of course, the game of hockey. But we want to reach this out to a wider audience. And doing all those things really help us out. So once again, if you enjoy the PJ's Cast, please leave a positive review, subscribe, and share with friends. And I hope you guys enjoyed the upcoming podcast episode. Oh, here we are. Out of the regular season, it's finally over. The pain is finally over. But you know what? It was all worth it. I got a fall from Curtis from Alberta. Also, <laughs> Jimmy's back. How are you doing, Jimmy? Doing uh, very well here in my new room. Um, looks here a lot I, nicer uh, than I had before. Here in my uh, new room, just bought this uh, new MacBook Air here. <clears throat> yeah, I had that too. Got a nice new uh, little laptop piece here. Yeah, I'm just I'm, shit, dude. I'm happy to be back. It's been it's, it's been just way kinda... too long, dude. It's been like almost three months. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, it's not it's a better time to join back right now. Um, seriously, oh my god, um, way, way, way more excited for these playoffs than last year. Um, really excited to get to these. So, uh, yeah, you can take it from here, buddy. Uh, of course. So, um, we're we're gonna get right into it. Like, there's probably stuff we could talk about the intro. Like, we could honestly talk about the Blackhawks, but like we've <clears> gone <throat> at nauseum how shitty that season was. How it's probably definitely the worst season as as being a Hawks fan for me, and I would imagine for you guys, just like everything that happened on the ice, off the ice. Just I'm so glad it's over, and we're rewarded being able to watch the playoffs. And I'm really excited because there's maybe like one series where I'm like, okay, this is probably not going to be close. But then I look at the rest of them, I'm like, this could go six or seven and could go to either team, really. So I'm really looking forward to it. So let's, again, let's not waste any time. First matchup we got here, I'm just going in order of like what the NHL app has it. We got uh, my hometown Oilers versus the LA Kings. Um, I'm hoping to see one of the games. Like I'm waiting for the, they play tonight and I'm just like, I'm checking Ticketmaster every day. And I just see the ticket prices dropping and dropping so slowly. It's at like 180. <laughs> I'm like, dude, if we could drop to 150, I might, I might have to go and same with see some playoff McDavid. Yeah. Don't you mean McStat Adder can't get it done? Oh, else? yeah. Yes, of course. Yes. How could I forget? Hasn't drawn a penalty in eight playoff games or whatever it was. Anyways, um, that's the only stat that matters, dude. The Oilers—they've lost the two teams they lost to in the playoffs are not even in the playoffs right now. Like they lost to the Blackhawks in the playoff or in the playing round, then they lost to the. They got swept by the Jerts last year. They're not even in the playoffs, and now here they are against the LA Kings and. I remember we had 
Julian McKenzie on the show, like right at the beginning of the new calendar year, and we asked him what his hot take for the rest of the season was, and he said that the Oilers would not make the playoffs. And at the time, that looked like something that would actually happen because the Oilers were not good. Like they were, I think between like th- like American Thanksgiving, like sometime in November till that time, they had like lost, they won less games than the Coyotes had. It was like legitimately bad. Then, funny enough, the Blackhawks beat them, and then the next day they fired Dave Tiffett, and they bring in uh, Jay Woodcroft, and this team has legitimately been one of the best teams in the NHL since. And, like, they've gotten hot goaltending from Mike Smith, like they did last year. Leon Dreisettle and Connor McDavid are obviously Leon Dreisettle and Connor McDavid, but they've gotten a bit more secondary scoring behind them, like Jesse Puliarvi, as much as the Edmonton media loves to shit on him for whatever reason, because uh, he's his jersey numbers one too close to Wayne Gretzky, and he's not. Uh, That's the thing. With yeah, that was the thing. Like Jim Matheson, oh, you know, it's like I don't know about Jesse Puliarvi wearing number ninety-eight. Oh dear God! Okay. <sighs> and what do you expect from Jim Matheson? <laughs> what do you expect from Edmonton Oilers Media, dude? I've said this so many times. We're so lucky that we have the writers that we have here, like with Chicago, and that we that they're not like yes. I hate it. We do take it for granted. We have uh, they, they're a great group, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like the Edmonton Media, like I hate being that, but they're just old and they're like they're way behind. <laughs> but anyways, enough about that. Let's actually get into the the meat of the series, the thick of it. Um, so yeah, Oilers versus Kings. Uh, I don't know. What do you, what do you guys have to say about this? one? I'm looking forward to this. I, again, I, I love to see a game live. Um, but yeah, what, what, what y'all think about the series? Um, it's mind? kind of a last kick at the can for LA with this old core. And they're not going to have Drew Doughty for the series, which <clears throat> is a huge loss in terms of just a veteran presence on the back end come playoff time. Like, I guess they have Alex Edler, but it's going to be a big prove-it series for those kids to see, like, what they look like come playoff time. Like, I think someone like a Byfield might, you know, break out just because of his size and the way he plays. And just we saw that with Doc a couple years ago. Just, like, it's it's a different play style come playoff time, and that might work into his favor. In terms of Edmonton, like, if they lose in round one, I don't know what else to say besides if I'm McDavid, I'm requesting a trade because this is ridiculous. They didn't buy. They got a Vander Kane. That was all they got. And if they lose in round one again, I you can't have faith in this regime going forward. You, like if I'm McDavid and dry saddle, I am using every fiber of my being to get out of Edmonton at this point. Like it's unacceptable if they don't win this series. I'm sorry. They're, they're facing such an inexperienced LA team. Like, yeah, they have some veterans that have won cups, but this is a team that it is in terms of like the LA, this like as a group has never been putting the playoffs together. And I don't know, man, I'm just saying Edmonton's got a lot to prove in my opinion, more than LA. That's for sure. Cause LA is playing with house money this year. That's very clear. Edmonton's not. So it, there's a lot to prove from a lot of guys in Alberta right now. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Schmidt, you, um, I think the, most interesting part of this is what you mentioned is uh, what it means for Edmonton going forward, uh, you know, win or lose. If they win, great. You know, you're moving on, uh, you know, McDavid's, he's made it past the first round, but he's back past the first round for the first time in what, five years. Um, but uh, yeah, if Edmonton loses, it's either McDavid or Drysaddle goes or Holland goes. 
Like something has to change. It's either one of those fans are hoping the latter happens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, if they lose and that means Holland goes, if, if that was guaranteed, I'm sure they would take a first round loss. But yeah, if that happens, if they lose, um, yeah, I think we're looking at some something has to happen there. Um, yeah, you would think that it might finally be time uh, that one of those two requests to trade. As for the series, as for the the on ice and you know um, the actual series, <laughs> um, I I it's a bit. This is probably to me the most uh, the least interesting series. Um, I say least interesting because this, this whole playoffs is so exciting. I'm I'm really glad about it. Um, but uh, I I feel like these are two teams that really are they're not complete in what either of them wants to be. Um, L.A. like you said, Schmitty kind of house money. You know they're just they're kind of in the middle of this, this retool, this rebuild, and they sort of snuck in here. Um, you know, they're not really this complete, um, you know, they're not a complete contender. They're not obviously not completely rebuilding. They're a bit of a mix of both. So I'm not really sure what to expect from them. Uh, Edmonton, I feel uh, is a little bit, they're a bit hollow. Uh, there's not as much depth there. So I find them to be two teams that really aren't, they're not completely built um, much less than really, most of the other teams out there in this entire playoffs. But I do think that I really don't know who to go with here, but I'm hoping it's Edmonton. Um, I just want more McDavid playoff hockey. Um, this one, I don't have as much to, to say, really. I just want more McDavid hockey. So um, I, I feel that Edmonton probably, I, I think that at the end of the day, um, like you mentioned, Schmitty, um, it's it's an older team in LA in a lot of ways. Um, I, I just, I, I think that, it's going to come down to who takes over the series, Kopitar, McDavid. I know that sounds kind of crazy, but Kopitar has been there. Kopitar has been through the playoffs numerous times. You can't discount that. He's the kind of guy who he could steal you a series if he's, you know, in the right, you know, in the right headspace. He's playing the right game. Um, so I think we're either going to see him or McDavid take over the series in, in some way um, for either of those two. I think that's what it comes down to is what are your stars going to do? Because that's what separates these two teams. Um, I think we're all missing the the biggest story of the series, and that's the rematch of Jonathan Quick and Mike Smith from the 2012 Western <sighs> Conference Final. How could I forget? <laughs> <laughs> How could I forget after 10 years? Yeah. I hope Cal Peterson starts just to shut that shit down real quick. Um, Give me Cal Peterson and Miko Koskinen. Just because well, of that. Looking at, like... These teams are fairly even, like Jimmy kind of said. Like, I, I I like it just because for this series, I, I don't think it's the least interesting series. Like, I think there's a couple other that are maybe yeah, some of the most boring ones. Let's look for those. Yeah, but I I, I think this this will be a close series, and I, I I I really hope Edmonton does pull it out because again, LA it's it's house money. This is a a, a young team, like a mixture of an old and a young team, like. I, I like it would not surprise me if they they're back in the playoffs next year and maybe make a deeper run because all of their younger players have uh, taken over, become more better, and those older players like Drew Doughty, who's not going to be playing in the series, and Ozzy <clears throat> Kopitar, and even Philip Deneau, like those are going to be lesser. Like they're not going to be lesser factors, but like they're not going to have to shoulder as much as as much of the load. Um, but I, I do, and like kind of listing that off, like Philip Deneau, like Anze Cope, like LA does have a, a deep forward core. Their defense is kind of depleted. I don't know about their goaltending. Um, and it might, it might just be simple as it comes down to like who has the better goaltending. Um, 
<laughs> like Mike Smith, I'm pretty sure starting because he's been really hot down the stretch. So you look at the numbers of Cal Peterson and Jonathan Quick, like they're they're just average. I think that's what it might come down to. Um, yeah. But I, I I really I think Edmonton should win this series, and I think they do. I'm gonna go Oilers in six. I know I did choose them last year, and they lost to Winnipeg. Like what? Like they they gotta win, man. Like McDavid and Drysdale gotta get past the first round, and if not, like it's kind of an embarrassment honestly yeah and, yeah, yeah i completely I forgot about the no i forgot they have to know and he yeah, and Kopitar are yeah. so similar and uh you know what they bring um but i think that if we're just simply putting mcdavid dry sidle against the no kopitar oilers like you said they have to like that that matchup has to like that has to work for for edmonton it should you should you that should they should win this they should win this Will they? I don't like. We don't know, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm not fully confident saying like picking the Oilers to win, but it's more like a it's more like a heart instead of brain pick. Like, I I would like to see Edmonton make it past the second round because when they did in 2017, like there was a huge buzz around the city, and I would love to feel that again. Just living here in Edmonton, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Oilers in six. Why not? I was gonna compare. I was gonna say the Oilers and the Oilers and the Leafs. how does this? There's, how does this affect the Leafs? <laughs> yeah, that's what the guy we're in the Leafs. There's, yeah, why would I? Why would I? No, there's, there's one thing that those. That's two why he's back, folks. Is that their roster? I can never expect. Um, I can never look at their roster and base my opinion off of that because it's always in the head. McDavid Oilers have the same issue as the Leafs. It's, it's this mindset problem. I don't know if they have. This team like, has. There's as close to much as that because they've actually been past the first round before but yeah but i mean but look at lately, of, like, lately we got superstars we but we can't get past we can't even get past you can't get past the 12 seed blackhawks can't get past the can't win a game against the jets can barely score against the jets lately they've been a mess so that's that's, well, that's they've been I, like that's legitimately good under under jay woodcroft so you know what like sheldon keith jay woodcroft yeah so I'll go. I'll go Oilers in six. Anyways, what 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 y'all thinking for that? Same here. I just like Oilers I said, it's six. Oilers in six, and if they if I'm wrong, that's all on them. So because they should win this series. No, all it's right. their it's their series to lose. I think. Yep. Yeah, six games is the farthest it should go. Um, next series, I think this is a lot more interesting, and I'm gonna have so much fun watching this series because they're gonna beat the fucking shit out of each other. Mm. Um, wild versus blues. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, who wants to get into that first? It's gonna be a good series. I will. I will. Um. So yeah, Minnesota. One of the few predictions I got right, and like before the season, is that Minnesota was gonna have another good year, and they did. Um. Like Kaprizov was a hundred point player. Like Zuccarello's a point per game player. You look at their center depth. It is not strong. Like it's Ryan Hartman. It's Frederick Gaudreau. Like their best center, Joel Erickson Eck, is playing third line minutes. But yet they have such like they let their wingers drive play. They got Kaprizov against Zuccarello. Like Kevin Fiala had a like an amazing last like couple months. Like Matt Boldy has really taken off, and that third line of Jordan Greenway and. Marcus Foligno, like they're just such a team that does it by committee. Like uh, they got obviously got their superstar with Kaprizov. I would argue Fiala is a superstar, and you kind of look at their and you look at their defense. Like they don't, I don't think they have a superstar defenseman. But again, like Jonas Brodeen, Matt Dump, like they just they just do it by committee, and 
they play that 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 hard two way game. They got the goaltending now. I've I've been seeing that Talbot's going to start. Like I think we'll see both Flurry and Talbot at least one point in that series. And and if Minnesota goes far, then probably in multiple series. I'm hoping they do go far because that means first round pick for the Blackhawks. And uh, hopefully, yeah, <laughs> Flurry gets a what is it four wins or four starts something like that. Uh, yeah, it's the factor is four wins. Yeah, then they'll get they'll get a hopefully get the first round pick for them. Anyways, how can we make it about the Blackhawks? Let's <laughs> no, not, not at all. Um, I'm from St. Louis. You, they might have the most balanced team in the NHL. Like, just looking at their score. And they have 920 goal scorers. Their defense has bounced back. Like, Justin Falk is actually good now. Same with Tori Krug, uh, Colm Pareko. And then they've gotten hot goaltending from Vili Husso, who might be taking over that Jordan Biddington role from what, like, Jordan Biddington did to Jake Allen in 2019. Like, I really think both these teams, like, if they come out of it, I think they can go to at least the conference final. Like, I think both St. Louis or Minnesota could take on Colorado, which we'll get into next. But it's so tough because when I look on paper, I think St. Louis should win. But then, you, again, Minnesota, you are you just look at their team, like, not, not much, like, superstar center depth. But they've got they got the talent wings. Again, they play that. A hard two-way game, so it's tough. I think it goes seven, but if I'm going to pick a team, I think I'm I'm going to go the Blues here. But you know what? If I'm wrong, that means the Wild make it on, and they have a better chance to make it into the conference final where they gave us the first round pick. So yeah, yeah. What, what y'all thinking about this? Um, biggest key to this series is goaltending, in my opinion. Like I, I give yes. Minnesota the yes. edge in this. Cam Talbot and Mark Andre Fleury have both won playoff series before. I mean, obviously Jordan Bennington's won a cup, but like, I I don't trust St. Louis's goaltending. It's always been their Achilles' heel the last two seasons. Um, I feel like even if they just get like nine fifteen goaltending this postseason, they'll probably be fine. But it's just can. Like, are they going to commit to one person? And this goes for both teams in that regard. Are they going to give Cam Talbot a full series, or are they going to give him that one-game leash type thing where if he just lets up five, Flurry's in next game, or if Bennington lets up five, Huso's in next game? Because that th- usually doesn't bode well for, you know, building a consistent – like, getting a consistent win. Like, I don't even know how to say it. Just, like, right. get some consistency like going forward in the playoffs. Years. Yeah, exactly. And I, I really think that's the key factor at the end of the day. I do agree. I think it also goes seven. Um, I'm very interested to see which ones, like how many of both teams is, because they both they were both deep offensively this year. Like they were lots of 20 goal scorers, like you said. Um, both teams, like you could argue, are four lines deep at times. Um, but it comes down to how many of those guys are going to perform in the playoffs. And... We know who we know last year who performed for Minnesota, but that was a big issue last year. Not everyone was scoring; like the depth scoring kind of evaporated. Same goes for St. Louis in that regard. So I'm curious to see who's going to keep that almost like production rate going. Like, is a Robert Thomas going to slow down, or is he going to keep that above a point of game pace? Is a Jordan Kyrie going to stay going the way he's going? Is Ryan Hartman going to stay going at the rate he's going? Like. There's a lot of players who haven't proven it in the playoffs, and this is going to be their time to prove it, especially in a series that's this close when you look at both teams down the stretch. so. But all that being said, I'm probably taking Minnesota in seven just because I think they were so close to beating Vegas last year in seven. And I they St. Louis has had their number the last few games, but a lot of those games went to overtime. 
and three on three doesn't exist anymore. It's gonna so. it's gonna be close. Like you can like you can make an argument for either team. Like I'm not fully confident picking St. Louis. So the big thing to me is the center depth. Like you you brought it up, Shmini. Like the goaltending, we like I think Billy Huso should start for St. Louis. I'm pretty sure Talbot's gonna start for Minnesota. Like who's gonna like who's gonna take the net and like run with it, you know? And the defense is kind of the same where they don't have like a legitimate superstar on the blue line, but like they got nice decent depth. And then I look at the forwards like Again, Minnesota and St. Louis, they have such a balanced attack, but then I look at the center depth. St. Louis has Ryan O'Reilly, they have Brayden Shen, and then you look at Minnesota, like Ryan Hartman and and Frederick at like at times, you know, like, like they've done a fine job this year, but when I look at that, I think St. Louis has the, the edge over that, so that's why I would I, I personally give St. Louis the edge there, but like I could also see Minnesota's, Minnesota easily winning this, but like it's going to be seven games either way. It's going to be so much fun to watch. Oh yeah, Jimbo. What what you thinking? Oh oh okay. We're still um. Well, so you guys nailed about everything there. I don't really feel like I have anything uh, much better I could add than you guys. But um, I my opinion on it. Um, it it feels so wrong to <clears throat> to bet against St. Louis after what a great year they've had. Um, just how. Man, man, like you said, what a what a great team! Like what a solid hockey team, uh, just balanced everywhere. Um, there's, that's the thing. I, I go to say there's not really a huge flaw with this team, and they're playoff tested. Um, but that goaltending really scares me for St. Louis. I mean, I the last time a team won with two goalies was uh, 2017, and the last time it happened before then. I, I don't know, to be honest. I was going back years and years. It didn't happen. It hasn't happened in the last decade, 15 years. You, you don't win with the Blackhawks 2015. They had to go for a series, you know, but like for a series, yeah, they like, had a yeah, yeah, I know you like split. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like look at 2017. They were going back and Murray and Flurry were, um, you know, switching off between series and all that. Like, and, and they won. It worked out for them, obviously. Um, St. Louis, I. Billy Huso looks awesome in the regular season, and I'm glad to see an NHL goalie make Jordan Bennington play less NHL games. <laughs> I love that, but um, I I can't trust Huso yet. I haven't seen him do it in the playoffs yet, and I've seen Flurry and Talbot both do it in the playoffs. So, with goaltending being that's what separates these two teams for me. I like St. Louis better offensively, and I like Minnesota way better defensively. Um, those two kind of like they, they're so evenly matched and I, I kind of see them in that sense, you know, offense is better than one's defense. Like they kind of match up like that. It's very simple, but um, the goaltending uh, easily give an edge to Minnesota. I have to go with Minnesota just based off of that. Plus, like you said, you want that first round pick. So, Oh, I'm, I'm definitely be cheering for Minnesota. Yeah. Heart and mind. I, I'm playing it. So I come on both sides, you know, it's like if I just <laughs> lose, I'm right. And if they lose, then you know what? Minnesota gets a better chance of the run. So Minnesota and seven, Minnesota and seven. No, either way, like whoever you pick, I think it's seven. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. These teams are going to, like you said, they're going to beat the shit. It's going to be a clock of orange of them just beating the fuck out of each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, on to another very close series. I think the Avalanche versus the Predators. I, I don't know what m- much there is to say about this one. Nashville Whoa. dropped the ball massively. Hold up, Saros is injured. 
right? Yeah, that's why. That's why. <laughs> oh, there's oh, much of a discussion boy, yeah. here, and that's why Nashville dropped yeah. the ball big time when they were up four nothing against Arizona and lost. Like, not that Calgary would have been any better, but I think they would have had a better chance against Calgary if I'm being honest. But either way, they, they would have been in for a tough matchup, and I, 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 I neither is what, better what than the other. That needs to be like Colorado. They're such a good team. I think my biggest concern with Colorado is like the second round because they're gonna have a tough matchup with St. Louis or Minnesota. But for the time being, I think they have no problem getting past the first round. I think they have the better goaltending, especially now that like Kemper takes over Dave, big save Dave. Uh, really, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't trust. Can he? Can he, can he even steal a game? I don't think so. No, their defense is better. Their offense, yeah. like Colorado, is just a better team. They should make it past the first round. Like, and I, I never had like it's so hard to to see like what like could be a sweep like like predicting a sweep because we we've seen in previous years like there's not sweeps at all and then we see columbus upset tampa like it's so hard to pick <laughs> them but like if they're if i'm gonna hand out a sweep it's definitely this one like colorado nashville i think colorado wins it for i don't think there's much <laughs> analysis to be done in the series but we talked about edmonton and you know head should roll if they lose uh if colorado blows this um i don't think they do but even if they, i don't like, think they do but i think colorado that's how like keep their foot on the pedal the whole series. Cause if they even like put it to like six, I'm going to be like, Colorado, I don't know. I think that's the big key. Yeah. I'm like they got to close it out in four or five. Yeah. If they like, let it go to six or seven. I'm like, I'm like, we're joking it again, but no, I, th- I think they close it out in four. I'm going to go Colorado four. <laughs> Just like, yeah. there's nothing in Nashville that could be like, okay, maybe this person can take over again. Like Roman Yossi had an incredible season. Like the how much can he take like, over? Matthew Shane Tanner's a no was great, but Colorado is just too overpowering. Yeah, I Colorado in four. Also, I just <clears throat> unless Colorado gets in their own head, this series should not be close, like at all. It could be a case of where it gets to maybe six, just because Nashville is has been known for playing teams well in the playoffs. Yeah, but Carolina like, like last year, that's kind of what I've been thinking about. That was Soros also, so mm-hmm. you got to remember that. So I don't know. I mean, if, that's the thing, like, if they had Soros, like I actually think they could push them to six or seven and really plant a seat of down them, but I just don't see them doing that now, especially with him out. Yeah. Colorado's big test is next round, if they can get out of this Yeah. One. They need to get over the hump, and it starts with having a dominant round one against Nashville, in my opinion. No, they yeah, exactly. They got to keep their foot on the pedal. You cannot let up at all. Like you got to dominate that period, and they should. And I think they will. Yep, that's a like Jimmy said with uh, Edmonton. It's a mental thing. This team has been mentally beaten the last two times in the playoffs. They lost that crazy game seven against Dallas, and they lost four straight against Vegas. Um. Mm-hmm. Y- it, it could be just a mental thing at this point. So you got to take that into regard too. But all that being said, I'm still picking them in four. Like I just. And, and Colorado is also lucky that Nashville dropped the ball because if they had to play Dallas, I think, like, I legitimately could see Dallas yeah. doing them in round one. Like, it's that close. But no, they're lucky they dropped Nashville. Yep. That's uh, Jimbo, Jimbo, got anything to add to that before we move on to the next Jimbo one? Two. Man, there's not much Jimbo to say here. <laughs> Roman Yossi can take over this a series, but there's only so much he can do. Philip Forsberg as well. Um, yeah, they, yeah. So many players on Nashville, great. You're like Forsberg at four goal season. Duchesne did too. Like, I just yeah, I, and there's just not enough around them. There just isn't. And you know, I don't expect John Hines to be out coaching anybody anytime soon. Um, what? Why? Because yeah, short and short people can't do that. 
such a thing. There are a lot of things short people can't do, and I say that as a short person. Um, and you have I, yeah, this, in the locker room, don't you know? Because he's that short. This, if I'm Colorado, I don't want this going more than four games. Like this shouldn't go more than four games. It should be an absolute massacre. Uh, Colorado in three. <laughs> what is it? The playing rounds again? Are you going to call him the J-word just... next? <sighs> yeah, hey, no, no, no. They... It's wagon now. Wagon. Wagon. Colorado needs to be a juggernaut in this series. Like, again, I cannot stress enough. They – this should be a massacre. This should be for Colorado. This should be a slaughter. This um, should be like them yeah. against St. Louis last year, what they did to St. Louis last year. Yes. No, it, it really should be. Yeah. 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 You're 100% right. Like, yeah. They are too stacked. And, like, one thing we didn't talk about is this is the last year they're going to have a core this good. By mm-hmm. far. Like, Burkhoff, not... UFA, Nick uh, Nazem Kadri, and I'm pretty sure there's a couple other guys um, I'm missing. Josh Burkowski's an RFA, and Chushkin's yeah. an RFA. They're mm-hmm. losing, like, almost their entire middle six this offseason. So they're going to have to do a lot of uh, tinkering, which, like, I expect Colorado to do just fine. But, um, you but know, this is, this is their last good crack with this core before they have to start <laughs> oh, no, moving some pieces. And if you can't even get to a conference final with this core, it's not looked at as a success, in my opinion. Shouldn't be. So, well, if you don't and hold Joe Stanley, it's not a success. Come to no. Chicago and be an assistant GM with Kyle Davidson. Oh, for sure, man. For sure. But, yeah. Those are my thoughts on the, my thoughts. the avalanche and that other team that resides in Tennessee. <laughs> the he who shall not be named. He who shall not be named. So let's get to the last uh, Western Conference playoff series: the Calgary Flames versus the Dallas Stars. And I, I, I think this is gonna be a close series. Like, really? I do, I do, I really do. Because Dallas, like, like I, like they didn't have the best regular season, but they just seem like they're so built for the playoffs. Like they have the goaltending, they have the defense, their offense. I'm a little concerned about. Like they have that amazing line of Robertson. Hints and Pavelski, but other than that, not much outside. But like they just, I'm thinking about the 2020 bubble run they had. I think they could replicate that again. Maybe not make it to the cup final, but they're definitely going to make it close. And it's kind of Calgary's kind of got that same thing like Colorado and Edmonton, though. Like they haven't made it past the first round since 2015. Like they, like the, like 2019, they lost in the first round to Colorado in five games. Like I think then 2017, they got swept by Anaheim. And then 2020, they I don't know, I think they, they lost to Dallas. Like this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a bit of a test for them. But I think it is, this team just feels different. Like the last couple times, because like Daryl Sutter just has this team playing different. Like they've got legitimately good goaltending. Jacob Markstrom might be up for a Vesna. Um, their defense is very like they they just play Daryl Sutter hockey. Like their defense is very solid. Um, Gaudreau. I was about to say Monahan. <laughs> Gaudreau, Lindholm, <laughs> and uh, Kachuk, arguably the best line in the NHL. Like you just, even just looking at the wall, like plus minus, like they're in the 60s. I know, like plus minus, it, it's like a, it's a definitely an overrated stat. But when it's that high, you're like, holy shit! Like they, the outliers should be Lindholm should be given the attention they deserve. Season, like they've got depth goal scoring. It just like, this Calgary team feels a bit different. I think they can go on a, a long run. And ultimately, I do think they beat Dallas in six games. Like, I think Dallas is going to make it a little closer than what people think, but I still think Calgary should win. I think they get over the hump. Mm. Um, yeah, I I agree. I had Calgary in six also. I Calgary's my pick to win the Cup this year, 
just straight Ooh, up. I, I think they're I think they're built this year, and the big key factor is if Johnny Gaudreau is going to perform because that's always been the big thing in the yeah, playoffs. That's a big thing. Mm-hmm. But um, I I think they're just so deep. They're I think they're three lines. Like if you can go three lines deep and two defense or two defensive pairings deep, and you got a really good starting goaltender, usually got a good got a good crack coming out with a cup or at least a chance at a cup and. I have faith in Markstrom. I have faith in that top nine, and that top four has been extremely solid all year long. And when they need a goal, they get one, and that's a big thing with Calgary that I like. I don't think gets stated enough, and I I think you mentioned it like a Daryl Sutter system in the playoffs. We've seen what success that can have. Yeah, we've seen I, it firsthand. <laughs> I also think they had the easiest run to the cup too, depending on how bad those central teams start beating each other up. Yeah, that's um, the thing. It's their series to lose. It's another one of those, in my opinion, because like uh, like you said, Dallas beat them two years ago. Um, they they have their number, but it's it's a goaltending thing at the end of the day. I don't trust Jake Ottinger over Jacob Markstrom. It's simple as that. At the end of the day, and unless an injury occurs that's unforeseen, or you know, they finally, you know, Dallas Jake Ottinger plays like a nine thirty goalie. I don't know, man. It's it, they should win. In all regards, they should win. They should get over the hump, and this should be Calgary Edmonton round two. But we said that last year with Toronto and Edmonton. <laughs> so I'm not putting all my eggs in that basket until I see it. But regardless, I have more faith in Calgary than I do Edmonton. So Calgary. Oh, six. definitely. And like you said, I just don't trust Dallas's offensive depth and their goaltending. It's just I don't know who's going to be potting those goals if that line ends up getting shut down by like Blake Coleman and Michael Backlund. So. If there's we'll a team that faces Colorado in the playoffs, like, and I think that can actually beat them, like, no questions asked, like, it's Calgary. I think Calgary can beat any team in the West. Should be able to. Um, uh, this all comes down to Jake Ottinger. That's the difference in this series is Jake Ottinger. Um, Pierce, you talked about the 2020 team, and that's uh, when I was doing my, uh, my bracket. That was the – the first thing I went back to is, okay, Dallas, look what they did in the bubble. They're only two years removed from that. A lot of the roster is the same, you know, same coach. Um, but you look back at that bubble, Anton Hudobin was a huge, huge piece for that team. If he doesn't play at the level he does, that team does not make the cup finals. Um, Calgary is, dare I say, a wagon. Um, <laughs> and with Dallas, I uh, – I don't like you said, Schmitty. I don't see Jake Ottinger outplaying Jacob Markstrom. And if they want a chance, like he doesn't, they just don't have the. He needs to point. only out. He needs to play at Jake Markstrom's level, which I don't don't already think that he can. Um, Markstrom has shown he can do it in the playoffs too. If there was any doubt, um, and Dallas, I just don't think is a team very. Of course, we know they have a great team defense, but. Look at, I mean, look at Calgary. That team is deep through and through. I just don't think that Dallas, I don't, I don't think that they can match up to Calgary in any sense of the word. I think this one could be over pretty quickly. Um, I, I forget if I had them in five or six, but at the moment, I Calgary in five. Um, it could be four, is. but I'll, I think Dallas, they're good enough to steal a game. Uh, two wouldn't shock me, but I think they only get a game out of it. Sorry, Pierce, what's up? Oh, I was gonna say the funny thing is, I think they would have had a better chance. Oh, hi, Stevie. I think there they would have. Had a better, I think they would have had a better chance against Colorado than they would Calgary. True, but I could see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've uh, won against them too. That definitely isn't. That counts for something. I love the tail coming out of your head. Is that new? 
Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. It's like the steam coming out of my ears, you know? No, I think of it like Obi-Wan in episode one. <laughs> like the little, little, little rat tail. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a Padawan. I'm in training. Anyway, you're, you're, you're athletic. You're a Padawan. Be athletic. That's what you are. Yes, sir. Don't spoil it. Anyway, God. Um, but you gave us your pilsners. I thought it was uh, official. Come on now. No, 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 no. Keeping that, keeping that all locked. We'll have to edit that part out. Anyways, um... we'll edit, edit that part out. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the cameras off. Turn the cameras off. Yeah. So I think we agreed every series except for St. Louis, Minnesota, which is like a basically a coin toss, anyways. But yeah. Like, yeah. Um. So Oilers, like I, I think the big thing out of the West, I really just want to see Oilers and Flames, please. Yes. Yeah. I think we can all agree on that. We deserve this. We deserve it. And if Edmonton loses, I'll never forget them, and I'll never choose them again. I cannot imagine a playoff team breaking my heart, you know, after I choose them years in a row. I, I can't imagine what that's like. But, you know, whatever it's like, I, you know, I hope that you get past it. I'm sure that would be very tough. <laughs> yeah, I Thank you for that. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So, um, kind of just to recap our picks. I think we, I think we had we all had Oilers in six, right? I did. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was when we were unanimous on completely. We're pretty unanimous on um, Wild Blues. Yeah. I think we all chose seven. I think I was the only one who chose Blues, and both of you guys chose Wild. Wild. Yeah. Uh, Avalanche Cards. We, I think we all chose Colorado to sweep. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Flame Stars. We chose Flames five or six games. I chose six, but yeah, it's the consensus cast. <laughs> anyway, agreeable losers. <laughs> We're all gonna be wrong. Dead um, wrong. onto the onto the East. The first series, Hurricanes Bruins. What are we thinking? I'm starting. I believe Frederick Anderson is out at least yeah. one. I think Schmidt should be starting this one off. It's the Bruins. The agenda is going. Boston in seven. This is so <laughs> they have they have Carolina's number. They have had their number every single year. I trust their goaltending more at the moment with Olmark and Swayman. Grand Olmark starting the playoffs. Olmark, I trust Olmark He's over Ronta, so who's hurt. And if Ronta stays hurt, it'll be Provostov or whatever that guy's name is. So oh, that'll check off. No, yeah, that's something with a P. My bad. But regardless, I trust them over that. And also, I just think Boston has more playoff pedigree. This is their last real crack at the can, I feel like, with Bergeron. Who knows what he's going to do as a free agent this year? The core is getting older to do something. Um, I don't know the health of Hampus Lindholm exactly, but that'll be a huge key going forward in the playoffs. Oh, no, we're going to play Mike Grizzly with Charlie McAvoy. Oh, oh no. no. Mike Riley's Mike on our Ryan taxi squad. Oh, no. Oh, no. But, um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I think Boston – they can match up with Carolina offensively. They can match up on the back end, and I feel like they have an advantage in that. Plus, they have they play Carolina extremely well. So it's one of the it's another mental thing with Carolina. Can they get over the hump? Can they beat Boston? It's every sign should point that they have the advantage. Their their special teams are incredible, but and their five on five is really good as usual. Like Rod Brendamore is always coaching them up well. 
But I just think this is one of those years where Boston's going to have the big upset as a wild card team. And if it, if Frederick Anderson was healthy, it'd be a different series. I will yeah. say that. But the fact that his health is up in the air, I can't take Carolina with confidence. Even like Antti Ranta, do you expect him to be healthy? It's his first for career playoff series? start. Yeah, like God bless him. I love Antti Ranta, but like he cannot stay healthy. First right? playoff start, really? Yeah. Wow. First career playoff wow. Start. Wow, I did not know that. That's incredible. Yeah. That I, think I, like, I, I totally agree with Schmidt. Like, I think Boston matches well, Carol. I don't even think it's an upset because I think they're so even. Like, Boston had 50 wins this year. Like, it, it's just, Andre that just how is stacked, playing tonight. It just shows wow. you how stacked the Atlantic is that they're in a wild card spot. Well, yeah, Carolina's got a tough leg. Like, again, if Frederick Anderson is healthy, I would probably pick Carolina, but you know, like, like he's not healthy and I. Don't think Rant is going to stay healthy. I look at Boston's goaltending. I think Omar, like I trust him a bit more than that, and I think that's what's going to come down to like the defense. I think Boston can match Carolina. The forwards, I think Boston can match Carolina as well. Like it's 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 definitely going to be a close series. Like this is not going to be over quick. But I I agree with Schmitty. I think Bruins in seven. The agenda, the agenda oh, is always going strong with Boston. Yeah, you and I, for for a particular reason, just are really high on Boston. Because we really want Bruce Cassidy. (laughs) Because we love Boston. We don't love Boston. We just like Bruce Cassidy. Also, like, this could just be one of those series where David Pottsnock pots 7-7. And it's just like, oh, well, all right. Because he just has that capability. So does Marchand. So does Bergeron. DeBrosque is a playoff machine. Does Carolina really have that ability? Like, faster not Aho. But maybe that's Aho, the reason yeah. they lost to Tampa, remember? Because they couldn't <clears throat> match up with Tampa's firepower at the end of the day. And we like to was, think Carolina has this depth, but who's going to step up? Who's going? Who's it going to be? Is it going to be a Trocheck? Is it going to be a Natchez? Is it going to be maybe a Seth Jarvis? Like, when Warren Fogle was the guy getting your playoff goals and their deep runs. He's in Edmonton now. It's a problem. It's a problem. Tara Vinan, yeah. we love him, but, you know... Mm. We need to see something from him and Sveshnikov. Sveshnikov usually plays pretty well in the playoffs, but like he, if he could take it to another level, that'll change the series for sure. Um, no Dougie Hamilton this year, so can Tony D'Angelo keep it up in the playoffs? Because we saw what happened last time he went to the playoffs. Lol. At <laughs> but um, yeah, there's just a lot, a lot of question marks with Carolina, and I have less question marks with Boston, which I probably wouldn't have said two months ago. No, definitely. Like, like if we did this in January, like I would, I was really concerned with the Bruins because they were not. But they've been probably one of the hottest. They've probably been a top five, at least hottest team since the turn of the calendar year. So my first thing is that I'm shocked to hear that the Bruins would not, or the Bruins would uh, not want to play against Anderson. Um, I usually think that. Uh, Play Anderson's a good thing for them in the playoffs. But, Jimmy, how you know. about you tell? How about you tell the, the viewers, the listeners, when that happened, when that's occurred? I don't think I'm going to. Um, <laughs> no, I don't. But uh, um, yeah, uh, it's hard to be a bet against Boston. I, I picked Carolina in my bracket. Um, even even with Ronson, that I just think that they're they're so incredibly deep. Like they're they're one of those teams that has every. We talked. Okay, you know what? I talked about the Blues being uh, this complete, uh, just top to bottom, you know, solid hockey team. Um, uh, Carolina is that and more. Um, I'd say the only other teams I'd put above Carolina, and this is, you know, like I'm a genius for this. I'd put Tampa and, uh, but Tampa and Colorado 
above uh, Carolina. It was the only two teams I put above. Uh, only two teams I put above Carolina. That being said, that being said, Boston has had Carolina's number for the longest time. Uh, they've added Lindholm. Um, I'd say Omar can do. He's one of the close. Like he's one of the better options you're going to have um, in terms of like, going going from Rask uh, moving forward. Um, it's really hard to pick somebody in the series. It really, it, I, I, it could go I seven, either, go seven way. either way. It's going to be, a yeah. Oh um, man. Um, but I do think Carolina is going to do something this year. Um, I just think that it's, there, there's always that year for teams. It's make it or break it. Um, a lot like what Washington had in 2018. Um, I think, Multiple teams are having that year for themselves. Um, and I think that Carolina does make it through this year. I think that they're going to make it past Boston, but it's going to have a lot of wear on them. And I don't like how it's going to shape up for them in the second round because Boston is going to, if even win or lose, Carolina's getting a chunk taken out of Boston. Them, yeah. the, like, that's such a it's silly like term, but they really are going to take a chunk out of them. Marshawn's going to do that. Marshawn's literally going to take a bite out of Jacob Slavin. He's going to bite his ear off, just straight off. Wow, kinky. And we're just and we're just going <laughs> to let like that. And... <laughs> took me a second. Uh, same oh, thing a little bit. <laughs> well, who, yeah. who would have thought the concept of taking out the Boston Bruins in round one in seven games? Wow. You know what? You know what? When Marshawn Break takes it off, I bet they're going to give Wilson a five-game suspension because the reps—they just hate Tom Wilson that much. They just hate him that much. Well, I, I can't good. believe Mazen Kadri has been suspended the entire playoffs. That's crazy. Oh my god, we forgot to mention that with Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's another factor. It's not yeah, actually like, a play. <laughs> yeah, you're talking about like he's a UFA, and it's like, dude, he's he'll be and gone he, by game. He, specifically this year. He needs to play because he's been so fucking good, and he's a <laughs> UFA man. Like, if he does so that, man, like, he's still gonna get a lot of money, but not like maybe the huge ass paycheck. He has to get. He's got to no. stay. Like he's got to stay disciplined. Anyway. Someone needs to have like a shot collar on him. You see that red in his eyes? He's <laughs> that red mist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nazem Kadri, I'm sure at this point you can see it in the eyes. It, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Please, just, please, Nazem. I, I want, I want some playoff Naz in my life. I haven't seen that in four years. When's the last time we saw playoff Nazem Kadri anything? <laughs> 2017. 20, no, no, 2017. No, 2017. It was uh, against the Caps. That's the last time he saw him play more oh, than what two man. games in a row, more than two games of playoff hockey without. Oh my God! Sorry, I just what my mind's going back to things. Like the bubble run. I don't think. I think he got injured though. I don't know. I can't remember. That whole year was just a fever dream. No, no, no. He actually wait. That was a series he played, and then he he was lighting it up in the playoffs. What a shocker! Well, what a look what happens when he actually plays. What a fun yeah. get. Anyways. Not me. Yeah, that's it for Carolina Boston. Guess what the next series is? Oh, fuck me. <laughs> this is why yeah, I've been dreading this. I've been dreading this. Okay. Um, Congratulations, Toronto. You had the most wins in franchise history and the most points in franchise history. And here's your you got even got home ice advantage. Here's your first round opponent, the back to back Stanley Cup champion. <laughs> so, 
here's what I'll say about the series. I think Toronto lines up actually pretty damn good against Tampa Bay because even the goaltending, like if Jack Campbell can even give like a 915 or 920, he did that last year against Montreal. He gave them a nine fucking 35. He was better than Carey Price and they still lost. Like if he can even give them decent goaltending, I think they're fine. Like I think their defense lines up well against Tampa Bay. I think their forwards can go tid for tid. But here's the thing. This is the Toronto Maple Leafs we're talking about. I just mentioned Jack Campbell put up a 935 save percentage. They lost. They lost that series. And the thing about the Tampa Bay Lightning is they've won eight straight playoff series. The Maple Leafs have not won a first-round playoff series in 18 years. Really, so really, born, really, really. Okay. If you were born okay. on this day, if you just turned 18. In case you days, forgot, you Jimmy. In case you forgot. Yeah. If you turn 18 on this day, May 2nd, 2004, that's when you were born, you have not seen a Toronto Maple Leafs playoff series win in your life. You can drink, you can drive, but no, you have not seen Toronto. You can drive at the same time. But... You can drink and drive. You can do both. No, don't do both. <laughs> you can drink, you can drive, you can't do both at the same time. Now, son, remember the difference. I'm not drinking and driving. I'm driving a drink. Oh, my God. Anyways, but I, like, I really do think Toronto can, could win this series, but they're Toronto, and they're not. Sorry. No. Like, <laughs> like, we can give so much better analysis than this, but out of all the teams that have, like, that mental thing, Toronto, it's not even close. Like, it's from the Amazon documentary. They got fucking demons in their heads. They got it under their bed. They got it in their cars. Like, they have it everywhere. And until I see them win a series, I'm never going to choose them. And say, I was going to say, okay, Tampa and six. Tampa and six. I'm going to see them lose. Tampa and Tampa and six. No, it's got to be seven. It's going to be a close series. Tampa's going to break their heart in seven. I know. I know. I stop. Okay, but <laughs> oh, I'll, 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 I'll go, Jimmy. You can collect your no, the, they have not. They have not. The, they've they've played. <laughs> yes, no words. My man's. They've folks. played. We they've played. No they've, played they've, they've, they've played in 2013. 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021. Only one of the the maximum games they could have played in that time. They played one less. They yeah, always yeah, go to yeah. the end. It's always even that was a game. Always creative. Over. They yeah. always drag it out to the very end. So let me just imagine this year that they don't go all the way and have the hearts ripped out. They're they, I don't think this team – I think it could be over in five. I, I don't think this series is as close as you guys think it is. The, the Leafs don't have goaltending yet. They don't have goaltending yet. I We talked about this with St. Louis. Um, there's a, I feel ridiculous. There's another team we talked about this with. Um, but especially St. Louis is who I think of. They don't have – they don't have a goalie right now. Jack Campbell, yeah, like you said, you said they could have, they could have a 9.30 uh, Jack Campbell. They could have 9.30 Jack Campbell. Does it look like it, though? Like, there's no, I have no confidence that Jack Campbell's going to be a 9.30 goalie. He's been an absolute mess this series. You talk about having demons in your head, Pierce. Jack Campbell is, he is not exactly, like, his biggest issue this year has been his head, has been his mental state. That's the guy that you're relying to have a 930 to like. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm putting that number out there. Sorry, like, I, you mentioned 935. 920. Like, I think it'll be close. Like, the I, thing is, I think it's going to be a close series. I, it's just they're going to 
gonna they're gonna get Here's, close and they're gonna bully. Are you it. telling me that Andre Va- like that Jack Campbell's gonna make up for the difference between him and Andre Vasilevsky oh, no, in the no, series? No. Well, no, I think that's the, what no, they no, need no, him no. to do, though. The, sorry, my my new desk is from Target. It's shaking. Um, it, I there's there's nothing that Toronto does better than Tampa, and you you're gonna need Austin Matthews to play you need you need 60 goal austin matthews you need 60 goal mvp possible austin matthews and he hasn't shown yet in the playoffs all Toronto buys the side matthews has to win the heart like he, uh, fair but uh yeah you 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 need austin matthews to turn it on in the playoffs you need uh mitch marner to turn it on in the playoffs Do not flip the puck over the I, I could put this super simple for you, Jimmy. If Jason Spezza and Alex Kerfoot Stop. are leading your fucking team in points Dude, again Jason after seven Spezza games, not even play. you need you. to actually reassess the roster at that point. Because I'm sorry. Like, I don't mean yeah. to cut you off. There is oh, no, 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 no fucking excuse for Matthews and Marner this year. They had career years. This is the best year they've had in franchise history. I don't fucking care if you're playing the Cup champs. I don't care if you're playing Nikita Kucherov, who's like 20 over a point a game. I don't care if you're playing Steven Stamkos, who just broke his career high in points. I don't fucking care if you're playing Andre Vasilevsky, who shut out every single game-clinching game last year. You get no more excuses. Simple as that. Either put up or shut up. You make that much money for a fucking reason. I'm so serious. And it's going to come down to a guy like Nylander getting traded for them to realize that. And it's going to suck. It's going to suck. And I can't wait. I can't wait for Michael Bunting being out, being the reason that that line doesn't fucking produce tonight. And then I can't wait to hear how a third player is the straw that stirs the drink on that line when it matters most. Again. I'm sorry. There's no fucking excuse this year. I, I don't even know what else to say. No, like, I think, listen, you, like, I was, I was like rambling. Said, they stack up thing. very well with Tampa top to bottom. There's no fucking excuse. I don't care mm. what the outliers are. I don't care what Tampa's done in the last five years. You need to get it done. Period. I don't Thank fucking you. care. Like, honestly. Simple as that. Like, if Morgan Riley comes off an injury like last year and goes off, and you can't fucking produce for him, that's a problem. And, yeah, mm-hmm. I know Tavares was out the whole first round. Gives a shit. They should have won that series. They won three. Should have won in five. Should have won in five. Swept this series, man. Sucked. Like fuck. without Tavares, because that's not. And that's this not, is literally the last team you can give any kind of life. If Tampa gets that kind of life, and you get them on in three one, you need to step on their fucking throat because they will come back With and they will make you look silly. Yeah, can we can we take a minute to? We're going from. Montreal, who who should not have been in the playoffs last year, they finished last. Back to back Stanley Cup champions, and then the next season you you're playing against. And let's be honest, this is one of the best teams in NHL history in terms of. I mean, I mean the they are. Tampa's been in three years, and they've won two cups in that time. Think about that for a second. They're gonna get fucking trounced, or they're gonna go blow for blow and lose, which is what I think they're gonna do. I because, don't think there's any way they win the series. I'm being completely honest. No, there's it's not. All about, it's all about how good you look doing and it. Like you said, unless Matthews is a 60 goal guy, unless John Tabot, like literally, they need like Cheers. six guys to go point a game to beat Tampa. I'm sorry, Cheers. we yeah, point at the brain more, Pierce. It's literally all mental. It doesn't fucking matter at this point. Like, holy shit, <laughs> people are like, people are gonna realize real quick how like different um, Tampa and Toronto are built when Anthony fucking Sorelli is on the third line hosting fucking whoever is playing. Camp. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. 
God I bless said, David Toronto Bear, fans, but... they were like, how are they going to shut us down? They don't even have a shutdown line this year. I'm like, how are you going to shut down? Literally, Sorelli would probably Tampa. be a Stelke finalist if he was not on Tampa. But we're just not going to get into that. Also, Corey Perry and Ross Colton had like 20 goals this year each, so we're just not going to talk about that either. They Sorry, what? Yeah, you heard me. <laughs> you heard me. Go through Tampa uh, or... Belmar and Perry. Oh, Corey Perry is going to be against Toronto again, by the way. Yep. Yeah, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, like Toronto's left side uh, so good. Uh, it's still not better than Hedman McDonough Sergachev. Gives a no, shit. Yeah, gives a shit. Literally no. gives a shit. Like, oh, we got Labushkin and Giordano. Gives saying. a shit. Literally gives a shit. It's Tampa. And I still think those. I still think they'll reach seven. I really do. I really do. I really. I'll be honest. I think I'm the worst person to talk about this because I have absolutely like. There's nothing to add. Like I have. Even though I am the one that is the Leafs fan, Leafs fan, Leafs fan, I don't like to. I don't. I don't like to. Yeah. Um. Jimmy doesn't have the passion. I don't. <laughs> he I doesn't have it like Curtis um, Alberta does. Good for honestly, good for like. I'm not as big of a Curtis fan as you guys are. I'm nowhere near that. But God bless that's his heart. Like I, the guy loves. The guy has all the passion. Respect to him because that's. Uh, if you could have passion after last year. Mad respect. Um, yeah, um, I don't think that there's any kind of hope I can give. I, I think that this is going to be an ugly series for Toronto. I hope I'm very wrong, but I think that I'm very right. So here's the thing: yeah. like the outcome is going to be fun. Either Toronto is going to lose again, and that's no, be- it's not. Okay, <laughs> it's going to be fucking. That's going to be hilarious for them. There's going to be so funny. Being fired. It's going to be so funny. Yeah, and if Tampa loses in the first round, like. They just took out the back-to-back defending oh. cup champions. Like, I was going to say, the one thing Toronto's got going for them, cup fatigue is definitely going to be a thing with Tampa this year. We saw it with the Blackhawks. We saw it with the Penguins. We saw it with the Kings. That third or fourth year after having those deep playoff runs, it catches up to you. And, like, I mean, granted, like like I said, Tampa hasn't been healthier. So, like, guys like Kucherov who missed, like, 30 games this year are going to be fine. Like, I think he had 69 points in, like, 47 games. Nice. It's just stupid. I think Stamkos like, have like twenty seven. Like he was three points per game. Like finished with one hundred and six points, bro. Ridiculous. Victor Hedman had eighty five points. Like <laughs> never talks about that. They're a wagon. I just I can't. Wagon. Like we talked about it for months on the show. I can't pick against Tampa, and I'm no. not starting with the Leafs. That's for sure. No. So literally the two worst teams. Like <laughs> like I could bet against you. Like I can't bet against Tampa, and I cannot choose to. I can't bet for like, the Leafs. Never. No. But yeah, Tampa at seven, regardless. Even though yeah, it sounds no, like Toronto, I, the way I was talking find about a way to get seven, and then Tampa's gonna stomp on their hearts until. It's- well, looking at this, looking at this Tampa roster is just Kucherov had sixty nine points, nice, nice. in forty seven games. <laughs> Pretty good. Leafs right. are gonna get. Leafs are gonna get. Fucking murdered. Tr- They're going to be sliced and diced. Uh, <laughs> Yep. Yep. And next if I'm round, Kyle next... Dubas at that point, I'm literally just I don't know what to do anymore. I would I have... and I would come I to Chicago out. and be with the superior Kyle D. Sorry, yeah, Kyle D squared duo. That's what make I up do. for their uh, Kyle trade duo. deadline deadline uh drama that they had there that <laughs> they're gonna make up and become friends now. NHL no. GMs in the NHL. Kyle D duo no soap operas, just hockey. Yes, sir. Yeah. Damn, that's, that's me, please, uh, next next series. Next series right now. Uh, these two 
Uh, I remember Jimmy said the Kings and Oilers was the least interesting series. I think both these two are the least interesting to me. Rangers, Penguins, and then Panthers. Uh, That's fair. Like um, Ranger, I, if I'm being honest, I think Rangers and Penguins is the least interesting to me. I don't, I don't know what about it. Just, I don't know. Don't know. Well, um, I, don't, I don't really even know what to, where to start with Rangers and Penguins because we went to, we went to like such a crazy series, Tampa Bay and Toronto. And it's just like, oh, yeah, it's so crazy. Penguins. Um, I don't know, any, anything. <laughs> anyone got anything? I can. Up? Yeah, I'll get started. Yeah, I, I, I honestly Pittsburgh. don't know what to say about that series. Hey, listen, well, for Pittsburgh, it's for Crosby and Schmitty. Yeah, um, literally, this is Pittsburgh's last crack with this core potentially. I mean, Latang and Malkin are free okay. agents this offseason. Yeah. That'll be a huge tell of what they're going to do. Um, I mean, they all had pretty good years in Pittsburgh, like Gensel, Crosby, Malkin. Latang had a great year. Um, Jari bounced back tremendously. I. <clears throat> They, they're kind of always built the same, in my opinion, to where, like, they don't look like they're going to do damage, but they're pl- – like, Mike Sullivan's play style with the way he gets that team to play, they're going to produce. And Dude, Raquel's been a great pickup for them at the trade deadline. Yeah, Raquel was super solid at the deadline. And I just feel like, in terms of this series, if Tristan Jari does what he did last last year against the Islanders, they don't win again. Sure. Because they should have beat the Islanders last year. It's plain and simple. Don't forget that. They should have. They, they should have. The they should have. They played better than them every single game, except Sorokin stood on his noggin, which, ironically, they're going to face another goalie from New York who's fucking cracked from Russia. And Russian. So, and is going to stand on their noggin. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, it's just Sturkin. series is just Sturkin. It, the series is literally just Sturkin. You're 100% right, Jimmy. Because if yeah. he even falters a little, I don't know if they're like, and granted, the Rangers five on five play has been so much better since picking up like Andrew Kopp and stuff at the deadline. But doesn't matter, doesn't matter. Yeah, gives a shit. This is a team that's built on a strong power play and good goaltending, and that power play is going to evaporate when they're not calling penalties in the playoffs. So either Sturkin's got to be a 940, or I could see Pittsburgh potentially squeaking out with the win, personally, just because of veteran experience. Yeah. I, I forget who I picked in my bracket because I feel like this isn't really. I don't know. I, I don't this know. far apart, but Sturkin's a huge piece of this. Like, Sturkin can make or break this series. That's It comes down to that. Yeah. I I picked Rangers in seven. I just think it. this is going to be a series where you're going to see a lot of back and forth. And mm-hmm. it might be one game where Pittsburgh gets five, and then the next game, Sturkin gets a shutout. It's gonna. It, I think it's genuinely going to be a series like that. Where you know someone's gonna have to respond here or there, and I just I'm I don't know who's gonna step up for New York because New York's only got I, I trust Crosby and Malkin more than I trust Panarin yeah. and Zibanejad. Like it's just the way it is, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. As much as I love Panarin, like if it's playoff time, I'm trusting those two no matter what. Yeah, yeah. Even if they haven't had the playoff success the last three or four years, it's just the way it is. And like it's goaltending at the end of the day, it's literally goaltending. It's just it's just Durkin or Jari gonna is, can Jari do enough to where Pittsburgh can outscore the Rangers, or is just Durkin just gonna stay on his head and just dictate the series? That's really what it's mm-hmm. gonna come down to. Yeah, uh, I 
Thinking about it, I think it's gonna be a seven game series. It's gonna be close. Like I again, I don't. I really don't know who to choose to be honest. Because like Pierce, you're so excited. Come I on, know, man. I know, dude. My two uh, favorite series: the Rangers, Peng, Peng. I need Jeff Peng. Carter. I need Jeff Carter playoff. No, no, I need Evan Rodriguez. Yes, 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 yes. But Patrick Nemeth experience. Patrick <laughs> Nemeth hockey. Hey, hey, hey! Second year in a row. A game, don't you know? Pierce, Pierce. There's one thing you can say about Patrick Nemeth. It's that he can definitely make a playoff series. We saw that last year. No, he definitely no, can no. affect the outcome. Definitely, will definitely be a, a deciding factor. Yeah. <laughs> He's definitely um, an X factor. <laughs> All right. Um, but <laughs> this is what I miss. Um, <laughs> but like Tristan Jari's been good this year. Pittsburgh, I think, has a better team. Like, Jari, <laughs> you're like yeah, if Jari, hockey, Jari, if Jari's players. even like again like a nine fifty nine twenty, I think they take that seriously. You know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Penguins in seven. Like, I, I'm not confident in that pick. Like, I think it could go either way, but. I'll go Penguins in seven. Why Let's not? go. Why Let's not? Go. Penguins. I Pierce. I genuinely forget who I picked between those two teams last, like yesterday. Uh, and I like. I, I could be picking a completely different team that I had in my bracket. Yeah, I haven't that's my bracket yet. I'll probably just based off what I say on here. But yeah, you should just make the bracket after the playoffs, and then you know <laughs> we'll, we'll wait for you. We'll <laughs> that'll look like a genius. That's a great yeah, idea. Dude, How come no one's ever thought of that before? I'm not gonna rush you, dude. Take your time. Yeah. All right. I might have to do that now. That's a great idea. Yeah. Um. Last, so what were what were our picks for this? I chose Penguins in seven. I uh, Rangers in seven. Yeah. Boy, you Jim Jimbus Jim Buck to you. Um, I'm just gonna say Pens in six. You can't really bet against them, you know, in the sense that they're like between two teams where it's a, you know, it's a coin flip. I'm gonna go with the team that has, you know, the most playoff experience. So let's go Pens. Okay. Because Panarin doesn't get it done in the playoffs. We know this. Yeah. Yeah. At least a trade with St. Louis for Brandon Saad. Make another bad trade with St. Louis. Thank you. Thank you. Am I right? Um, Yeah, they love giving Turning another Russian winger to St. Louis. How could that go wrong? Anyways. um, Yeah. (laughs) Last series, Panthers versus Capitals. Ooh. Uh, (laughs) Ah. This one's fun. This one's really fun. Uh, like, I think um, I think underrated fun because uh, Caps could pull this off. Caps could pull this Listen, off. Like, I don't just, think they it, win, but I would not be surprised if they did. I'll say that. I don't think they do either. Like, I got Panthers in six. But the, the fun thing to me is that I, I think it could happen. I think it could. I don't think it does. But I, I think that. I think that it could, and I, I, I just think that's I think that's exciting. I like exciting playoff hockey. Who doesn't? I think uh, Washington can put a bit of a scare to them, and I think it's going to be an offensive series. I don't trust Bobrovsky, and I also don't trust Washington's goaltending. That we have talked about this time and time again today, goaltending. Does Washington uh, – sorry, does Florida have that? We have no idea. We have I mean, no they, I have more space than Spencer Knight than I do with Bobrovsky. They and Spencer Knight was named rookie of the month. Like not that I have I high faith in Knight, but like I just Bobrovsky. I'll be yeah. honest, I don't have trust in either, but more so in Knight. Yeah, that's I don't I don't have so I don't much trust. But I with you, I take Knight over Bobrovsky. Easily take Knight over Bobrovsky. 
Um, Swarovski, you don't season. Like, he fucking wasn't amazing. know. He had all these wins. He was just kind of there. He made... He, he was also, so I could be wrong, but from what I saw, he was very on and off as well. Like it's mm-hmm. with Lebrowski, it's never like I, you'd rather have a guy who has, who puts up Lebrowski numbers, who does it consistently. Lebrowski Maybe not as good Lebrowski, but like consistently does it. <laughs> Corey Crawford. Consistency. They need consistency in that. They don't have that. They have not had that in a long time. Spencer Knight has been the closest they, they've had to that. In the, who's the last game. goalie? Luongo. Luongo <laughs> feels like forever ago. Really wasn't that long ago. Um, really wasn't that Luongo ago. But um, got him. Yeah, I know. I'm. I, I listen. I'm back. I need my one liners. Um, but Spencer Knight. Uh, he's he's the X factor. He if he can, it really it's as simple as that. If Spencer Knight can play, if he can play at least nine fifteen hockey. There you go. There's your series. Um, but if uh, goaltending is an issue, if goaltending becomes the issue that it can be, I think Washington, uh, they're just, they're one of those teams like, like Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh could be this later in the playoffs again, barring goaltending sneaky. Good. Like they could be sneaky. Good. They could, uh, they could take a series. If you, uh, if you you take your foot off the gas pedal, I think those are two teams that can steal a playoff series from you. They can uh, they can take advantage of that. Washington hasn't been uh, they've been they've been good this uh, this season. They've been good this season. They're just an insanely good conference. Um, so I I say Florida and six, but I also think that Washington like again I I think Washington could sneak out a win uh, if uh, if things go just right for them or if there's an opportunity let up by Florida there with goaltending. I really think it comes down to goaltending. As it does with. Oh, in Florida also. We'll do that with Florida. Yeah, too. I, a little bit of that. With bring up. That's what I Sorry, bring yeah. Up. Go ahead, Pierce. Because I know you got a lot. Florida should win the series. I think they do win the series. But the big thing is, kind of like how we talked with Colorado, they have to absolutely like kill kill Washington. Like they have to come out of the series, like with at least like five game win. Like they either have to sweep this or win in five games. And if like Washington takes the first game and pushes it to six, I'm gonna be like. I don't know, because to me, the big test for Florida is in round two against Tampa Bay. And yes. Oh, think... yes. They've got quite a series ahead of them after that. Yeah. So oh, the, sorry, the, big thing is, the big thing is, it's like a, it's a mental thing. I think they do in the series. I think they win. I don't know, man. I, I kind of agree with you, Jimmy. I think Washington kind of like puts the seat of doubt in them. I think they win six. But yeah, the big. The same thing. They haven't won a playoff series since 1996. Literally, my parents got married that year. They have not won a playoff series since my parents got married. Like, that's how long it's been. I think they do win it this year. I don't think Washington's really anything special. But at the same time, I think they can steal a couple games from them. But like Colorado, two great teams have not done anything in the playoffs, like two of the best regular season teams. But, again, this is the playoffs. They need to mm-hmm. – they need really need to prove their worth and, like, win four or five. But I don't know. I think six, and I think they're going to be in tough against Tampa because Toronto's not winning. But anyways, um, yeah, I've got Florida in six. I got Florida in five. I just I don't think the series is close in the slightest. Caps aren't healthy. They don't have goaltending. I somehow trust Bobrovsky more than whoever the Simpsonoff or Vita Vanacek. Um, they it just comes down to like. If if the Caps get that crazy depth scoring they did in 2018, then maybe. But they have never gotten that depth scoring since that season. So 
Actually, I changed my pick Florida in five as well. I'm like thinking yeah. about I'm like no. Florida's too deep. Like, yeah, they haven't won a playoff series in God knows how long, but Whoa. this is this team is too deep. And it, it unless they unless Bobrovsky shits a solid gold brick and <laughs> their whole offense just has a mental lapse. There's no way. Even if they start screwing up, they could still get out of there in seven. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just think, like, like, I, if they, even if they play like track meet, like they're still gonna win that series. Like they can outscore all their problems. They couldn't do that against Tampa Bay. Exactly. Bra- they don't. The Caps don't have a Braden Holby that can steal a series. So, no, that's just all. the way it is at the end of the day. They can't pull like a 2012 Capitals where they beat Boston the first round with Google saying no. Nope. But we'll see. I I got Panthers in five though. I don't think it's gonna be close. No, I really don't either. So, I think for – no, for two of the series, we all agreed. But, yeah, kind of going back oh. just to wrap up our picks, uh, Carolina Bruins, I think me and Schmitty chose the Bruins and then Jimmy chose the Hurricanes. This is my podcast, Woody. This is not a sign of – yeah, sorry. You get a, a better podcast, buddy. You have a better team. Yeah, I might might come in here with a Florida next podcast. The Seattle Kraken jersey <sighs> sweater. The team with the real direction. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rangers, Penguins. I chose Penguins. Penguins? Question mark. Penguins. Yeah, I, I still don't know about this series. <laughs> and then I chose Panthers. I think we all did. Yep. Yeah, I, I think I think the thing is we I want to see Tampa Florida round two. Do we? I do, do. We all do. We all want to. I do. I do. I don't know about you. I don't know what would be in it for you to not want to see it, but you know. Yeah, I don't know why Jimmy wouldn't want to see Tampa and Florida play against yeah, each other. Yeah, I don't see the problem with that. Yeah, me either. <laughs> and yeah, okay. That being said, like whoever comes out of the Carolina Boston series might have a good trip to the Cup final. Yeah, yeah. Because I Rangers and Penguins, if either one of them wins, I think they get beaten by either Carolina oh. or Boston. Oh, uh, oh Tampa no. and Florida are going to beat the shit. Again, it's going to be like Clockwork Orange. is going to be beating the shit out of each other. They're going to be battered up. And I think Carolina, Boston, whoever gets out of that series, might have a good trip to the cup. Like have might Probably have the easiest trip to the cup final of any team. Kind of, kind of the same thing with Calgary in the West. Like They got a pretty good road. I don't know. I, I feel – I think whoever – I think Tampa, Florida, I think one of those two teams comes out of there, it's nothing for Boston. I I, I think either of those two teams beats Boston. Wow. If they get that hater player, of Boston. I'm a hater – yeah, I'm a hater of Boston. I'm a hater of Boston. Yeah, that's I don't me. know what they've ever done. That's me. Yeah, I don't know what they've ever done to you, honestly. <laughs> Classy organization, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Class, class, class. Over here. Yep, 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 yep. Cool. Yeah, but that's great, man. So, so final cup, final predictions. You guys said Pierce. Uh, you said winner of Boston, Carolina versus who? Oh man, I don't. I honestly don't know who's gonna be in the cup five. I really don't. I actually have to think about that. Well, I'll go. I think it's gonna be a no four rematch. I think we're getting. Hard. I think we're getting Calgary, Tampa. Oh, and I think Calgary's going to come out with the cup this year. I think I'll love to see Calgary win. That's like my hot, hot take. We're talking about Calgary playing with the Flames for all six games are in round one this year. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Are we talking about the Calgary Flames? 
Yes. Isn't there a very exciting music video that was uh, released for a Calgary Flames song? No, he deleted it after he tagged Ellie. Really? And they tagged like, uh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. So he, he gave into the Twitter pressure. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. I oh, have to save it on my phone. So you can you can never run away. The All right, well, once you never forgets. You forever will be out there. You can never delete it fully. Well, whatever. I thought it was sick. I, I thought it was awesome. I can't bet against Tampa Bay, but I'm like, <clears throat> Saint, I could see a 2019 Cup final rematch. Blues and oh, Bruins. Let's hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> Again, I wonder why. That was, I had it once. I don't need it twice. That was bad enough. I'm time. not saying I want this to happen, but I could see it happen. I'm... I don't need this evil, but I'll be Ricky Bobby. Hey, you know what? I was, I, again, I see it this way. Either I am right, or we don't have to see that. So I'm going to go Blues and Bruins 2019 Cup Final Rematch. Mm-hmm. Right. Cool. Yeah. Again, not like like my bracket will probably be different, but like if you're just putting me on the spot, I'll be like, I can see Bruins and Blues. Not that I'm confident. Yeah, that. yeah. Why did that happen? Yeah, no, definitely. All right. What say you, Jimbus? What say I? Um, I, I mean, well, going back to my bracket, I still still think at Colorado. I think this team is. Yeah, there's a few teams. There's always, of course, a few teams where you know it's like last run. You know, like this is this is the big year. This is you know you put the team together. Um, you know. But I think more than usual, we got a lot of teams that really have uh, like this is cup or bust. Got Calgary, Colorado, um, Toronto, um, (laughs) um, Florida, and not really Um, Boston. This is definitely their last. uh, Oh, I didn't even choose the winner. I think Boston will win Blues Bruins. I think they get it. My brother, who also. My brother also follows the Leafs. Um, he quite literally just texted me now. He just said ah! tonight. He said tonight the pain begins. Um, I completely agree. Um, but uh, I think Colorado. Go, sorry, going back to the actual podcast. Um, I think Colorado wins. I think Colorado does it. Not over, notes from um, a therapist. Listen, <laughs> those are for later. Those are for six thirty. Um, I I think that uh, I think we're getting the Colorado Tampa. Um. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think Colorado's taking over Tampa this year. Um. I we talked about cup fatigue. I think that that sets in later in the playoffs. Um. I don't think that's I don't think that's a problem against the Toronto Maple Leafs. But I do think as this playoff goes on, I think we're going to see Tampa get a little bit more tired. Colorado has as much of a chip on their shoulder as anybody, and I think that they have. Look, they just. I guess this is kind of a gut feeling. I, I think that this core is one that's going to get past adversity. It just seems like this, this team just gets better and better, uh, Colorado. And uh, last year, they, like you said, between the years, kind of fell apart against Vegas. I think this is, I think this is their Washington year. I, I think they're going to get it done. Well, sorry, not their Washington year in the way that they're doing it. Um, they're obviously this, they're, they're more so like the 2017 caps in the way they're structured and the success they're having. But I do think this is the over the hump year for them. I really do think it is. Um, I think it all, again, we've said this with so many teams, all comes down to goaltending. 
all comes down to goaltending. I think there's definitely that in the head, in the head thing, but it's, it comes down to Darcy Kemper. Darcy Kemper plays like Darcy Kemper can play and stays healthy. They're, they're good to go. I think Colorado has a pretty easy, um, like once you get past, uh, uh, once you get past Nashville, that's going to be easy. I think Minnesota, Minnesota, St. Louis is going to be easier for them than a lot of people think. And uh, out of the Pacific, um, I think they can take anybody in the Pacific, no problem. So uh, I think Colorado gets there easier than people think they will. Yeah, between the, all between the years, man, all between the years. Um, I think Colorado is a much easier route to the to the cup uh, to the finals, at least than a lot of people think. The actual finals, we'll see. Of course. Yeah, that, I, I think is very up in the year. But between the years, I gotta see it to believe years. it. I gotta see it to believe it. Listen, if every team had it between the years right, we'd be seeing Colorado, Toronto, two out of the last three seasons. But it's not. Got to got to make that step. The two teams got to make that step. I think Colorado makes it though. Sorry, I've been talking way too much. <laughs> what about the other team? No, <laughs> no, I really, um, I, I think, I think Tampa. It's just their conference. I don't think there's a, a lot I can say that that hasn't been said already about Tampa. Um, I mean, what could I say? They're Tampa Bay. They've gone back to back. That's all you need to say. They are just Tampa Bay. <clears throat> yeah, they're Tampa Bay. Like seriously, not even joking. What what do I say? Um, because I, I think that that's all that has to be said. They're Tampa Bay. It's their conference. Uh, but I think Colorado, I think Colorado has an easier run, and I think that again, cup fatigue will set in eventually. So that's uh, those are my those are my points and hockey things. Okay, um, what was I gonna say? You know what? My big wish of this year is one: I would love to see Calgary Edmonton. Two, this might actually be my biggest wish. I want to see a Stanley Cup final that goes the distance to a game seven overtime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can agree with that. I haven't seen that. Like, I'm trying to think of the last Stanley Cup final where it was just all the the, the games were super close, like, and went to game, seven games. Like the last I can think of was 2009 Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh and Detroit. Like, obviously mm-hmm. St. Louis and. Boston played seven games in 2019, but like a lot of the games were blowout. Like there was a couple close games in there, but like game seven, it wasn't even close. Okay, listen, people treat this like it was a blowout, and it sort of kind of was, but it sort of wasn't. Um, LA, LA, New York, those games were very close. No, they close. were very close, yeah. Yeah. Well, like, I'm I, talking I about game seven. Every game is one, like one by one goal. Like 2011, like Vancouver won all their games close, and then Boston just fucking destroyed them and the games that they won. Like, the last one I can think of was 2009 Pittsburgh and Detroit where all the games were, like, at least within two goals and went seven yeah. games. Yeah. yeah. That's what I want to see. And a game seven yeah. overtime. Cheers to that. Yeah. Cheers to that. <laughs> Another beer! Another beer, brother. Another beer. Oh, yeah. Another beer. I think, I think that's it. That's that's her. Uh, unless you guys got anything else to add. Oh, by the way, Rockford Ice, Hogs are the real playoffs. Let's go. We'll be yeah, doing updates on that. Happens. Hopefully they, they win. They Their opponent is the Texas Stars, the team that beat them out in 2018 when Colin Dealey and Victor Edsel were leading the team. Hey. <laughs> Good times. Good times. But no, like, Rockford, like, don't want to get the Blackhawks, really, but, like, that was the one, like, the one – 
bright spot this year was Rockford. Their slow start, then they picked it up. Like, they've been one of the hottest teams in the AHL. Like, they got a lot of young players down there. Again, like, not superstars. Like, Lucas Reichel's really the only guy that's going to be a top six guy. But there's a lot of promising players down there. Like, Arvid Soderblom could be a – like a like a, a tandem goalie. Like they you just look at the defense. Ian Mitchell had a great year. Like Isaac Phillips, I think, had ten goals. Like Alec Regula. Like but go on. Like they got a lot of young defensemen like the four. Oh, I, I can't stress enough. I love Alec Regula. Um Solomon person. He he's fantastic. He's so smart. I love the forwards, that like Mike Hartman had a great offensive here in Rockford. Like he was close to point per game. Like Michael Tapley really picked it up in the second half and they're getting, and by the way, like they're getting Colton Doc. Like I think he got it. Like his team got eliminated. Kelowna got eliminated, and then the uh, they're getting Nolan WHL Allen. Players. Can we talk about that? Nolan Allen. Yeah, I, Nolan, I don't know if Nolan Allen, Allen actually gets the game because like their defense is so deep. He might, but like mm-hmm. just even being there, like Colton Doc's gonna got to get at least one. He's got to. Oh, yeah, I think he will because they they could use the help on the offense. Yeah. But, yeah. No, like. This is good for the organization to finally have some kind of form of winning culture that they just haven't had the past few years. Even if you're just sitting on the bench, like that's it's good that's to something. see that in. It's something, yeah, exactly. Better than um the the draft lawyers on May 10th. Maybe they win, maybe the Blackhawks win, maybe they don't. Maybe we're in Montreal and they're picking Shane Wright first overall and everyone boosts the Blackhawks and we're just well we know what's we know it's most important in the middle of May. May 10th. May 13th. May 13th. Oh, Kendrick Lamar's album. Yeah, dude, you're waiting for the draft lottery. I'm, I'm waiting for what's truly important. Surely there's nothing else important that month. Um, nothing, not more important than the Kendrick, the Kendrick Lamar album. Definitely not. No, okay, well, let's, let's wrap it up here. Um, Airtime. Yeah, the we're recording this. In the morning, like it's nine forty nine where I am, and a couple hours difference. Like, what time is it? Oh, it's gonna be close to the playoffs tonight. We have L.A. Edmonton. I'm hoping I can maybe get last minute tickets to the game if they're cheap enough. Boston, Carolina, Tampa Let's versus so. Toronto, and St. Louis versus Minnesota. It's gonna be great. It's be so much. <sighs> I'm looking so much forward to this. Uh, it's gonna be a great playoffs. There's only like one, like probably two series. I look at. I'm like, okay, this might be over quickly. The rest, like, I would not be surprised if another team won and like it goes six or seven games. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks for tuning in. I apologize for the lack of uh, podcasts lately. As you can tell, like life is just super fucking busy right now. But once uh, mm-hmm. the playoffs are underway, we're gonna be do- we're gonna be back at it. Call us Nikita Kucherov because we're back in. <laughs> so back from the playoffs, yeah. Anyways, yeah. thank you for tuning in. Happy playoffs, everyone.